Are you ready? Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music. Interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, MetalMayhemROC.com. Or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. It's getting nice and heavy. Now, welcome our hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno and Metal Forever Mark. It's a heavy, heavy Halloween edition of Metal Mayhem ROC. Tonight, we're doing a streaming for vengeance in a feature interview show. I'm John the Vernomatic Verno, and welcome to yet another edition of Metal Mayhem ROC. It's Thursday night, it's 8 p.m., and it's time to get the metal out. Tonight, we're doing a feature interview with the L.A. Sunset Strip alumni la guns they have a brand new album dropping on november 13th called renegades we had a chance to catch up with kelly nichols the lead bass player and founding member of the band him and steve riley the longtime drummer they still carry on as the la guns band they have a new one dropping we're also we have a whole bunch of stuff going on tonight we have new music from armored saint They have a new album out just released last week called Punching the Sky. Armored Saints, one of those old-time bands that just always deliver. They always bring the metal. And the original lineups together, John Bush, Joey Vera, the Sandoval Brothers. Well, they have a new one. Uh, We're going to be playing a track from them. And then later in the show, we're spotlighting some up-and-coming bands. A band from the U.K. called Shrapnel. They're um, dropping a new Spotify exclusive single tomorrow, Friday. Real cool band. They're uh, in the vein of the old school metal, but yet they're carrying the torch into the future. And we're doing a spotlight on Phoenix thrash band uh, Spirit Adrift. This is a band that is the brainchild of multi-instrumentalist and songwriter Nate Garrett. They have four albums out and a bunch of EPs. So they have a 2020 release called Enlightened in Eternity. So we're going to take a peek at uh, some of their music, and we're going to spotlight a killer cover song they did that's going to end the show. Metal Forever Mark, he's down in vacation visiting some family at this time. So he'll be back next week, and we'll have a whole new show of different streaming for vengeance, different Mount Rushmore's, and whatever else we could put together. So tonight's episode is just some of the new music out there, uh, some of the old, some of the new, and some of the very up-and-coming. Hope you enjoy it. Again, you can always stay in touch with us through our social channels. MetalMayhemROC.com is the website, the Facebook group page, Metal Mayhem ROC group page, And just real simple, just search us, Metal Mayhem ROC. Find us on Twitter. Find us um, wherever uh, you get your social media outlets. That being said, let's kick into some Armored Saint. Again, from the Punch in the Sky release. This is the first single, the first video. It's a song called Missile a Gun. Metal Mayhem ROC. 
There you have Armored Saint 2020 version. That's the song Missile to Guns. That's the first single and the first video from the brand new one, Punch in the Sky. Love Armored Saint. It's their eighth album. And you know what? They're one of those bands that they always deliver. L.A. Guns, they have a new one out. It's called Renegades. It's Kelly Nichols, the bass player, and the drummer, Steve Riley. Not sure if you're up to speed on the whole drama, what's going on with L.A. Guns, but the band's been around since the 80s. They're a graduate of that L.A. Sunset Strip scene. Had some success, a couple songs, you know, Battle of Jane and... Uh, never enough. A uh, couple of those albums, you know, they were they 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 had some success. Well, uh, years went by. They're uh, in the middle of a splitting of the name. Tracy Guns and Phil Lewis, the original lead singer and guitarist, they front a version of L.A. Guns called L.A. Guns. But Kelly Nichols and Steve Riley, the original bass player and the drummer throughout the career, they also front a band called L.A. Guns. It's confusing, but this is where we're at. So two of the original guys carry on under the name L.A. Guns. Again, Kelly Nichols and Steve Riley. Now, I have a lot of respect for these two because Steve Riley, the drummer, never left the band. Phil Lewis and Tracy Guns at some point over the last 20 years had left the band to start other side projects and came back or started another version of the band. But Steve Riley always stayed with the original L.A. Guns. He carried the torch for the band. He did all the promo and he kept the flame burning, if you will. So Kelly Nichols, again, Steve Riley have a brand new album under the name L.A. Guns. It's called Renegades, and we're going to take a listen to the song Crawl, and then we're going to do the interview. So L.A. Guns, Metal Mayhem, R.O.C. On the line, Kelly Nichols, original bass player of the band L.A. Guns. Welcome to Metal Mayhem ROC. Hey, good morning, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, first and foremost, uh, congratulations on putting the finishing touches on a 2020 release. Renegades comes out on November 13th. Early sales on the Digipacks have been really uh, encouraging. Hi, uh, thanks very much. Yeah, we're super excited. Everything seems to be going in the right direction. So, uh, yeah, a lot of work uh, getting it to this point. And, you know, nobody can wait more than me or less than me. I can't wait till it's out and uh, everybody gets a chance to hear it. So we're all very excited on this side of the camp. 
Let's quickly rewind about two or three years. This carnation of the band, uh, yourself, Riley on drums, Scott Griffin, lead guitar, and Kurt uh, Froelich is his pronunciation on his name? Yeah, I believe so. Froelich, yeah. How long have you guys been playing together? Yeah, really not even three years, man. I think I got a call from Steve at the end of 2018, uh, just about this time. You know, I've only seen, I mean, we've we've been on stage and done shows and recorded an album, and I've seen him that many times, you know, 10 times. <laughs> yeah, so the Renegade sessions, that wasn't a, that was done before this pandemic even started. Yeah, luckily, man. Yeah, so it's not Yeah, a- we were... I'm sorry. Yeah, the record company wanted us. Well, we got a deal from the M3 show, and then the record company, uh, Golden Robot Records, wanted us, gave us a deal, and said they want the record now. So, you know, at first, I had conversations with Steve, like, you know, are we rushing this thing? Should we just try? Why, you know, why are we like jamming this together? But really happy with it, and you know, super excited now that we have it because probably wouldn't be here if we didn't have this record coming out because there's no shows and there hasn't been anything else going on. So the only thing we've, you know, put out three singles already and uh, it's been like almost a year since we recorded it. Went to LA like uh, last November, uh, flew home on Thanksgiving. So we're almost at a year, you know, sitting on it and just thinking about it. It's torture. Was it a... um a remote writing process through uh, where you, you said you guys were in different parts of the country. Yeah, definitely was. It was all, uh, um, you know, we each wrote it. We all, everybody wrote, everybody contributed, everybody brought in like at least three or four songs. And then we went through and we, we picked out the best uh, 10 altogether. Cause budget wise, that was all the time we had to, we would have to record an album and get it done and mastered and all that. So there was 10 songs and, you know, we just picked the ones that we thought, like, uh, we all agreed on were the best ones. and But everybody contributed, and then everybody, you know, added to everybody's. I've, I've said this before, but it was an amazing uh, collaborative effort on everybody's behalf. Everybody really open-minded, and so just happy to be doing it and in the right place. So it's got good energy. It was, you know, done on a good vibe. We did it in seven days. We had two days to mix it and then master it. So you're looking at 10 days to do the whole thing. So, you know, we're, we're super happy. And again, super happy that, you know, we have it and that we didn't wait for this year to do it because we couldn't have done it. So remotely, you conceived the album, but then getting together and recording it in 10 days, it's a little throwback the old school days. Well, it's, it's, you know, you got to be ready for anything, you know, when you're in a band, you never, you always think it's all smooth and everything, but it ain't, it's like spinal tap. So everything's just kind of, you know, you got to just be able to be a chameleon and just trudge your way through it, man. There's all kinds of stupid stuff that happens, but yeah, we all, uh, you know, we were all so happy to do it. M3, we got, you know, great response and then, you know, record deal from it. So let's like, yeah, okay, let's go. Then let's just do it. But, you know, let's do it right. Let's make sure that these songs are the best that we can come up with. And, you know, and see what happens, man. Uh, you know, 10 tracks, 10 of them are rockers, a couple ballads. You know, yep. I'm telling you something, Kelly. After driving around for a couple days listening to it, you know, I've been listening to your your band for years. It brings Thank you, you. Yeah, it brings you back to that time things were, I don't want to say so much better, but simpler and just, 
you know, these songs are just, you know, they get up and go. The, the, you know, I'm telling you one thing, though. The guitar work, the guitar work of uh, Scotty Griffin is fantastic. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, he's right in there. And the fun fact with that, you, you, you came back into the fold and he was playing bass with the band up until you came back. Right, right. But nobody knew he was like a killer guitar player, you know. So when we, uh, when Steve called me and said, you know, what about having Scott Griffin play guitar? And I was like, well, you know, I knew him as a bass player as well. And uh, I was like, you know, can he do that? And, you know, if he can do it, yeah, you know, always liked the guy. Uh, met him a few times uh, throughout the years and stuff. We were always, he was always cool and we were always cool. So, uh, you know, definitely the right choice now, man. He's such a positive dude and uh, just loves music and loves playing and everything. So, you know, and Kurt, Kurt's the same. Kurt's an amazing guitar player too, man. So we have two really solid guitar players and, uh, you know, killer singer, super easygoing, creative guy, just so creative, man. Just uh, great little things he added to all the songs, like little the little twists and stuff. He, he did a lot of that. So he was very good. So, yeah. Um, but Scotty's killer, man. And uh, thanks, you know, because the songs, like, you know, we just, we, we, you know, we are who we are, and, and we didn't want to like become a death metal band or start, you know, yeah, veering off the path, you know. Of, we just tried to write, you know, what we used to write, which is write rock songs. That was, you know, that's what we do, you know, just talking about things we know and things we dig and don't dig, and uh, you know, but just try to be as as you know true to the original vibe of it as possible yeah. and not just totally go in a different direction you know well it comes through it, it, it comes through in the release kelly so thank you so much uh, props to you man that being said <laughs> a couple of weeks ago we had a chance to talk with don dock and we had a deep dive into the new dock in lost songs cd that they released and don don sort of had the same thing the same story about, hey, man, this is what we are. We don't try to reinvent the wheel. But one thing I yeah. wanted to ask you that we asked Don, even though you guys came from the L.A. Sunset Strip era, uh, what's your take on being labeled hair metal and the hair metal stigma? Is it something you ran with or is it something you take offense to or it's whatever? Nah, man, I would never take offense to that. Man, our hair was like, you know, three feet tall. <laughs> well, they all were. You know, like we just got out of the electric chair, man. <laughs> but, you know, no, I don't mind being, uh, you know, I, I'm glad and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be part of the scene, you know, because I feel there's no more scenes kind of really happening too much in music. Like there's no, it's not coming out of an area. And there's a whole vibe coming. There's a whole movement coming. So I'm, I'm happy to be part of a movement and part of a, an error and a, you know, part of a time period, like, you know, like the doo-wop guys, you know, fifties bands, you know, and they had that single and they, they're out there, but you know, it's good. I'm okay with it. You've bet you were out of music for a bit. You took a little break, um, raised a family, got involved with some other things. What was the driving force to get you back working with Steve again, besides a phone call? Do you find some time on your hands? Well, yeah, because uh, actually my uh, uh, youngest daughter was kind of uh, uh, getting ready to go to college. So I had, you know, I had uh, a different, uh, you know, I had time now. I had a different, uh, I, I had a different whole day, daily schedule now at school. You know, we did the school and everything. And so she was going to do her thing. So 
I had the time and then, you know, Phil and Tracy had their reunion going and I asked, you know, if I could be a part of that and they didn't, uh, they didn't go for that. And then, uh, you know, I was like, it would be fun to go out and play again. You know, I always enjoyed it. It was just a great time. So, so then just like a few days later, you know, Steve called me and told me about this thing for M3 and that they were just going to put together a band, uh, a version of LA guns with some of the people who have played throughout the years and stuff. So, and I just got into that. I was like, well, you know, this is perfect timing, man, because I have some time now. Let's just go have some fun and yeah. do some shows. Yeah, you know, I'd love to go back to that. It's not like going back to the grind. It's, you know, going back and playing and, and uh, getting used to playing loud again. And uh, so, yeah, I was so happy to uh, to get that call. I'd love to get a second chance at this, you know? Now, when you're out of out of quote the music business did you still play were you writing at all or you just did a pivot 180 and you're uh you know super dad and doing the family life you got in i think i read somewhere you got involved with imaging or graphic arts or something yeah i have a graphic design uh, company called uh, montauk salvage and uh but i always played i always had a bass and a guitar around me and um you know, I taught uh, some kids in the neighborhood and they won their uh, Battle of the Bands one year. Nice, so, nice. Um, you know, and I jammed with friends and stuff and we go, you know, play acoustics by the fire and things like that, you know. So, yeah, I always loved it, but just never just, you know, wasn't in the headset. You know, I wanted to be home. So 2020, uh, you signed up with uh, Golden Robot Records. Quickly elaborate the difference Obviously, it's 35 years difference, but what, what's the business model now? What is, the, what is the goal? The tours aren't what they used to be. How are things with Golden Robot? Well, you know, Golden Robot's amazing, man, because the owner of the company, Mark, is a music fan. He loves music, and that makes all the difference. Like, it's not just a business for him, which we've never, I felt we never really had that. You know, this guy knew who we were. He'd done his homework. He knew uh, the history. He was into it. He was into that scene. He, you know, he listens to all kinds of stuff, just, you know, passionate and everything. And uh, just a great rapport, you know, things like I've never felt with uh, any other company, like, that we ever worked with in the past, you know, that the uh, they're, they're happy to hear from you when you call them and always takes the call and everything. So just a, a great rapport with them. Yeah, they're an Australian company and, you know, they want to do more records too. So, you know, hopefully this thing can go on a little bit and, you know, find our stride. Now, I know if you had the answer, everyone would be making a lot of money, but when can we get back on the road? What is what is the land what is the plan i don't know man of course like everybody else i don't know but we're booking dates already for next year um so we got starting as early as march but you know again i mean i'm just gonna have to wait and see because you know there's nothing we want more there's not you know i'm sure most bands just want to go out and play you know nothing we want more but if it's got to be like it's got to be right you know have you thought of some bands are jumping on the streaming bandwagon? Is that something that's been proposed or? Yeah. You know, we thought about that, but um, being that we all live in different States makes it a little bit trickier. And, and uh, so it's something in the, in the future, we might do something like a video thing with the four of us from somewhere in different, 
locations or something, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm with you, Kelly. I'm with you. It's like it's good for like a second, but you know, you need that energy of the you know, it's a live thing, man. It's about people. It's not about video, but it's you know, I get it. It's where we're at, but still try to rather hang on and you know get out there live and see if we could do that so hopefully man hopefully let me ask you this say um it's a regular tour touring season what would the game plan be would it be uh fly-ins would it be a, a shed tour get on a a club circuit a little bit of everything it would be a little bit of everything, but it's a lot of travel already. You know, it's at least, uh, you know, eight plane flights there and back, you know, taxis, cab rides, airport rides, get rides to the hotel, checking in, checking out, sound check. You know, that's a lot just to get onto that stage. So, you know, it's got to be, you know, we got to know that we're going to be cool the whole way there and back, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. We uh, dipped our toe in some club level promoting up here. Then the pandemic hit. So, you know, you get a little older and it's just like, um, what do you want to, yeah. what do you want to do? And so, yeah. well, uh, it's, Kelly, it's, um, again, are any social channels? What can, um, where can people find you? Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks. You can go to laguns.net and that's where like anything, uh, is posted right away. Like any news I run it. So any, anytime I hear something that I can share, I share it right away. And then a uh, Facebook page uh, and uh, Twitter. We're on all that stuff. You can get that from our website. The website is just straight LA guns. LA guns.net. Yep. All lowercase, no spaces. Dot net. November 13th. Renegades comes out. Is it? Fuck uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's um, <laughs> everywhere. Hard copy, uh, digital, Spotify, yeah, it's a limited edition vinyl right now, man, and it's already being printed back on the black. So the limited, there's only a handful of those left, man. So I can't wait to get mine. And uh, red, white, blue, clear, purple, amazing. <laughs> so cool shit. Well, Kelly Nichols, uh, we will do our share up here at Metal Mayhem ROC to um, spread the word, and we thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, thanks, John. Everybody, Rochester, stay safe, man. Happy holidays. Cheers, buddy. Okay, man. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. So, Kelly, man, he was a pretty cool guy. He was messing around when the interview started when he said good morning. You know, we did that interview, and it was like 8 o'clock at night. In any case, L.A. Guns fronted by original bass player Kelly Nichols and drummer Steve Riley. The new one, Renegades. Check it out. Support. Go out and buy. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. We're in the middle of streaming for vengeance. And the next little section of material we're going to cover is some up and coming bands. This next band is a is an outfit from the UK. They're called Shrapnel. And they reached out to Metal Mayhem ROC on our Facebook page. They are releasing a single. It's a standalone single they recorded during the 2020 sessions for palace for the insane that was their 2020 release it's a pretty cool interview kelly nichols the original bass player of la guns him and steve riley release a new material called renegades that drops uh any day now so look for that on spotify amazon like he said they're uh, releasing it on vinyl different color vinyl so that's cool that those guys 
They're still getting out there. They're still doing what they love. And hopefully, if the health landscape changes, we could see them live. The rest of the show, we're going to concentrate on some up-and-coming bands that reached out to the Metal Mayhem guys. And this next band is called Shrapnel. They're from the UK. They've released four albums, four full-length albums. They started about 10, 11 years ago. Their 2020 release was Palace for the Insane. And tomorrow on Spotify, they're doing a, a promotion, a one week, a new single called Winds of Slaughter. It's from those sessions for Palace for the Insane. It's an exclusive only on Spotify for one week, and then it's released on all other streaming services. So that being said, we have on the line from the UK Drummer for the band Shrapnel, this is Chris Williams. Chris, welcome to Metal Mayhem ROC. Hey man, how's it going? I'm very uh, thankful you've uh, invited me to the show. Of course, of course. So um, fortunately, we were uh, I got familiar with your band through our Metal Mayhem ROC Facebook page. You um, did some networking for the band and uh, put a post the other day letting everyone know about this exciting new Spotify release you have next week for a new single. Why don't you tell us, one, a little bit about your band and uh, what's going on with this uh, new single? Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're called Shrapnel. Um, we're a UK thrash metal, uh, heavy metal band based in a city called Norwich, which is in the east of England. We formed in 2009. We've gone through a, a few lineup changes, especially in the past couple of years, and that basically led us to uh, to sort of going going with the current lineup, um, especially with uh, going from a five piece that we we, we were on originally and on the first two albums to the, uh, the latest album, Palace for the Insane, where we've we've gone down to a four piece. The uh, the single um, that's coming out, the new single, which is coming out this Friday, uh, for exclusive uh, exclusive release for a week on Spotify. It's called Winds of Slaughter. It is a uh, unreleased track from Palace for the Insane. Um, basically, we just thought this track was was going to be the best to be a standalone track in in, in its own right. It just uh, we we thought. Probably not a good fit on the album, but we'll still use, still use it at some point. And now it's uh, going to be uh, shared with you all um, this Friday. How many albums do you have out? I see some EPs were out there, so it looks like um, the first full length. Give us a little quick little history on that. You have four full lengths, or you have three? Uh, so it's actually three. So I'll give you a little sort of crash course. I mean, when we first formed, we we quickly um, put together a, an EP um, for the for the following year. We thought, "I oh, will do another EP." Um, not sure why why we went down that route, but um, and then after that, I I myself I actually uh, left Shrapnel um, through one reason or another. Nothing personal with the guys or anything. Just had stuff going on in my life, so it was best to just step aside and let them move forward um 2014 i believe was the first album um which was the virus conspires um and then 2017 was the second album raised on decay and it was the following year uh, 2018 um where i actually came back to shrapnel um and then we thought well next year being 
2019 now last year uh, we thought we would um, record a 10th anniversary EP it'd be quite a fun thing to do uh, make um, especially a couple of the uh, the older songs that still get played live make them a little bit more relevant again um, it was nice to give them a, a fresher sound and then we sort of pressed forward going into this year um, with the lineup changes that ended up happening um, for Palace or the Insane which came out in May now, when the Palace of for the Insane came out, you've re already released three singles, and you guys are blending some of the older elements of thrash. I, I hear a lot of uh, Slayer in there. The this is my interpretation, at least. I'm, I think it goes without saying. Really, Slayer pretty much influenced every uh, thrash band and even extreme band that, that has followed. Um, they're a huge influence of ours. We absolutely love Slayer to bits. Um, very, very sad to see them uh, see them retire, but you know, wish them all the all the best uh, with that. Of course, um, yeah. We, I mean, we're influenced by the usual suspects, and so it is the the big four: Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. We're big Exodus fans as well, um, but we also draw influences from elsewhere. Um, uh, such as the German thrash bands, Creator and Sodom, Destruction. Um, and we even have, um, such as Aaron, for example, our, our singer, he has he has a lot of uh, black metal influence um, coming through and share a sort of common interest uh, amongst us all with even bands such as uh, Morbid Angel, you know, a, bit, a little bit of death metal thrown in there as well. Um, and then we also, um, not forgetting the, uh, the British metal bands, um, you know, we're all massive Judas Priest fans and stuff like that. And when Firepower came out, we were just constantly listening to that. So that, I mean, that that album in itself did have a uh, an influence on on this album. Um, yeah, I mean, we 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 like to we like to pay homage to the to the uh, the old guard, so to speak. But we 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 like to you know not live in in the past really, and 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 sort of bring a, a fresh approach to things. Now, where can people, um, the usual suspects, where can people find information on the band? Oh, yeah. Um, so we're on, I mean, we, yeah, we're on Facebook. We are on uh, Twitter as well. We're also on Instagram. Um, and our music is on Spotify. And we're also on Apple Music as well. And I even think possibly Amazon as well. Um, would have to double check that, but yeah, we're very uh, reachable on on, on those. Um, we're also on YouTube. Um, there's our Vivo YouTube channel, but we've also got our own YouTube channel as well, which is just starting to grow, and we're starting to uh, to upload more content to that. Basically, is uh, another string to the bow, really, and another approach to to get more of a following and uh, and reach uh, new newer people. Okay, well, um, we'll be looking for you, and we'll do everything possible over here at Metal Mayhem ROC to promote the band. So this week, when does the sing single drop, Chris? Okay, so Winds of Slaughter uh, drops this Friday. Um, it's uh, available on Spotify, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. <laughs> um, yeah, available on Spotify for uh, the first week. Uh, before being available on other streaming platforms. But it's a uh, first week exclusive release on Spotify. Beautiful. Okay, so the band is Shrapnel. They come from the UK. Th four, three full lengths, a few EPs. 
Spotify, the new single, Winds of, Winds of, Slaughter. Winds of Slaughter. And we look forward to um, hearing more from the band. Chris, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day and visiting with us. No trouble at all. Thank you very much, John. Okay. Take care, bud. You too. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks. We're going to take a listen to Shrapnel. This is from that album, Palace for the Insane. This is Might of Cygnus. Metal Mayhem ROC. This edition of Metal Mayhem ROC is brought to you by Mr. V's Street Style Vending and Special Events Catering. Visit our lunch cart in the College Town District at Strong Memorial Hospital or hit up the late night weekend location at the corner of Monroe Avenue in South Goodman. Look us up at MRVSVending.com for catering, pricing, and availability. That's Mr. V's Street Style Vending and Special Events Catering. Now, back to Metal Mayhem ROC. The next band we want to profile, it's the last one of the night. It's this killer band from Phoenix. They're called Spirit Adrift. Now, Spirit Adrift is the brainchild of multi-instrumentalist and main songwriter Nate Garrett. The band was releasing EPs in the mid-2000s and have put together a four-album four run of full-length albums started in 2016 coming all the way up into 2020s enlightened in eternity so we're going to take a quick peek um actually we're going to do a double dip we're going to play the first song off the enlightened in eternity album this is a track called ride into the light and then we'll come back and we have a surprise uh, encore that's going to wrap up this show here is Spirit Adrift's Nate Garrett commenting on the direction of the new album and where he gets his inspiration for music from Enlightened in Eternity. I'm the Vernomatic, this is Metal Mayhem, and this is Streaming for Vengeance. You know, this time around, it, I was going even more into just the classics. Just if you were going to just do a surface-level mainstream view of the greatest metal bands of all time, but I've noticed this with film and with music and, and any sort of art. The bands, a lot of times the bands that are the most well-known 30 years later, they're the best. There's a reason they're the most well-known. They, they wrote songs that 
um, true fans of the genre can appreciate and love. But the songwriting is so good that anybody that likes music can appreciate like Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. So for this album, I, I was really trying to just go for for that, that kind of timeless thing. So paying a lot of attention to Priest and their relationship with their producer, Tom Alam, Maiden, their relationship with Martin Birch, even like Rick Rubin, because he mm-hmm. did the Danzig stuff and Slayer and Trouble. So I think, yeah, this time around, I, I was kind of more trying to put myself in the mindset of like, those classic producers and arrangers and uh, songwriting secret weapons that these bands had. opening track from the 2020 release of spirit adrift and from the album enlightened in eternity the track ride into the light they're a great band they're american metal and they tip their hat to the old school but yet moving forward we're going to get out of here for this week i invite you to go to the metal mayhem roc website to get past episodes you could visit us online at the Facebook Metal Mayhem ROC group page, Twitter, all the usual socials. But before we get out of here, we're going to double dip. This is a cover version of the Black Sabbath classic Supernaut. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. I'm the Vernomatic. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, always remember, keep it heavy.
metal for life. Thanks for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our websites at MetalMayhemROC.com and MetalForever.com for information on upcoming concerts, podcasts, archives, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. Catch us next time on WLFE-DV Radio. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.